that's our first trash tier um, armory comp because this is a strategy which I still see quite a bit. And I see so many YouTubers out there who put it like easy or OP strategy out there and just putting this onto the thumbnail. And if you're watching this, just unsubscribe to them if you actually want to watch good videos about good strategies because this strategy on Town Hall 14 is trash. Today we're going to take a look at the powerful Town Hall 14 attack strategy, Golem Avalanche. Hey guys, welcome to the Only Clash podcast with your host, Hero Killer and Historian. Welcome to episode 17 of the Only Clash podcast. We're almost legal today. Historian, how are you doing? Pretty good. How about you, man? I've been doing good. How was your week? Oh, pretty boring. Not not too much going on. Um, finally got a few days off. I'm actually tomorrow going to be celebrating... Uh, my sister and brother-in-law's wedding anniversary, so I get to go hang out with kind of just have dinner and chill, so. Heck yeah, man. Well, today we've got a special guest host, friend of the show, old Nabo. How's it going, Nob? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm going well, thanks. Uh, what a privilege to be on this amazing podcast. I appreciate that. Uh, what's your favorite podcast? Oh, this one, by well, a long way, especially now because I'm on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, man. So how was your week, Nam? Uh, it's been pretty good. The weather's starting to warm up a bit over here, so um, it's starting to feel a bit more like Australia over here. Right on. What about, like, your gaming history or Clash history? When did you – have you always been a gamer, or is Clash your sort of – uh, your your perverse joy. Um, <clears throat> Clash, definitely mobile games um, have been my sort of main games that I've played. I never really played many games when I was younger. You know, I played like Mario Brothers and things like that, but basically until I got a, a smartphone, I never really played games that much. Yeah, so Clash is my main one, my main love. Right on. Uh, how long have you been playing Clash? I've been playing for a while, since before since before there was Clan Wars. So I'm going to say around eight years. Um, I was playing very loosely, though, at the start. Like, I wasn't playing every day. I just, whenever I'd remember, I'd log in and do something. There wasn't much to do back in those days with no wars. There was no wars, no friendly challenges. It was just raiding. Um, have you ever like sold any of your items? I remember back in the day, you used to be able to sell some of your defenses instead of, or if you needed some quick cash or something, <laughs> did you ever do that? No, man, <laughs> no, I never got that desperate. No, <laughs> you kind of Robin Peter to pay Paul if you're doing that. So <laughs> for sure. Well, if you wanted, you had a question for him right here. Yeah, um, before I ask you that question, um, you said it's kind of warming up, starting to feel like Australia. Is the temperature, like, are your guys' summers kind of linked up with uh, U.S.'s summers? No, or... I think we're, I think we're completely opposite. So I think as okay. you guys, as you guys start to cool down, because is that happening now, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in September, mm. so yeah, we're starting to get into our colder months. Yeah, and we're just slowly getting out of our colder months, so. No, looking forward to it. Always prefer summer over winter. Always feel much more much more motivated. Is the is the winter there like get pretty nasty then in terms of like no. what you're normally used to, or is it still pretty chill? Yeah, it's not that bad. It's just it's just because we're so used to the warmer days over here. When we do finally get a few cold ones, we just can't handle it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, no! I've I've always like disliked the heat. So like knowing that you're from Australia, just like I was scared to death of two things in Australia: the heat and the the animals, all the critters and the bugs <laughs> and everything like that. So. Oh, oh they're all right, man. They're you all right. A, you got a couple green arrows running around Australia. Oh know. yeah, they're the ones you got to watch out for. <laughs> oh man. So my uh, my clash question I was going to ask you was um, 
it's just kind of along the same lines of what Hero was talking about with your uh, class history. What made you, like, kind of, like, clan-wise, like, where did you start uh, with clans, and how did you end up where you're at right now um, in C2J? Uh, sure. Yeah, well, I started playing, as I sort of touched on earlier, very loosely, um, maybe eight years ago or so, and it, it never was never was really a serious thing. I was just in an, an Australian clan. Um, I didn't really know anybody in there, uh, besides my best friend who got me to join. It was just me, and, uh, him and I, and just a few other randoms. Uh, clan Wars started, and we started our own clan, and we played there for many of years. Um, I think I got to Town Hall 11 when I was in that clan. I know that sounds slow, but I'm not a, I don't farm. I just play war, basically, so um, I'm still not even a maxed 14, and I've been playing for so long. <laughs> um, yeah, that, uh, that got a bit boring, and uh, siege machines came out, and none of us were Town Hall 12 yet, so none of us could get the siege machines. Mm-hmm. So that, that clan didn't do so well after siege machines were released, as people were leaving to join other clans uh, to mm-hmm. get siege machines donated to them. So Yeah, so then I moved on, and I found my... My what became my home for a long time, which was Melbourne DTW, where I was the leader there. Um, we, we were quite a competitive clan there. Uh, we ended up reaching uh, Champions League in the clan war leagues. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, we, we played. I made some really great friends there who I still speak with now. So shout out to all of those boys. Um, and uh, I think maybe about a year ago, the Clash on the Potty uh, team, they had a friendly war. And I was invited to play, and so was Carl from Crystal to join. I'd heard the podcast, but I'd never met Carl before. And, um, and we played on the same team, and, um, and we we got along really well. And he was, I learned I learned a lot of him just in that sort of, in that one war playing, just playing with Carl. So um, when things got a little flat over at DTW, I thought, uh, why not? Why not go and join Carl over at Crystal to join? They'd made the new clan, uh, which is named after the podcast. Uh, I'd already learnt so much just with that little time of playing with him. So I came over and joined, and I continue to learn, and I'm still here at Crystal to join now with you guys. That's where I met this awesome bunch of people and all these awesome podcast hosts, man. So it's awesome. Sweet. Heck yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I definitely see where you're talking about about carl he's he's so good at attacking i feel like everybody can take a page at two out of his book he's always so methodical when he looks at bases whereas i'm like a five minute and then hit it and quit it kind of a guy (laughs) well if i remember correctly we were we were talking for about 40 minutes about uh pathing uh the queen just to walk into the town hall, it was just a, <laughs> just discussing timing, and what troops we could use, and why we couldn't use this troop, and it was just something which I really enjoyed. I'd never really looked at the game. Well, I kind of have, but I'd never really discussed with anybody who looked at the game the same kind of way. So, yeah, I, I think it was a great decision to move on because I'm I'm really enjoying the game where I am now. It's it's been the most fun I ever I've ever played I've ever had playing the game. Now, yeah. you said, uh, sorry about that, Hero, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Oh, I was just going to ask. So did you, um, when you said you had gotten into the friendly war with from Clash on the Potty, did you hear about that through, like, other people or just through, like, the podcast? Or um, how long have you been, I guess I should ask, like, using, like, Discord and stuff? Uh, that's a good question. I think Discord maybe uh yeah maybe 18 months or so okay yeah i was kind of i'm kind of a noob to discord so yeah i joined the i only had one one page on my discord it was just the clash on the potty page uh, mm-hmm. for quite a for quite a long time so because i've i've been listening to their podcast for a long time so i think okay. that's great i like to class myself as an og of that podcast so heck yeah you're yeah, so a... I heard 
Go ahead. Sorry. You're such a big personality. I, I know you probably know that, but like it is one of the greatest <laughs> things, man. Because like I can't, I can't imagine not like Nob not existing in the podcast slash uh, Discord like world. So that's why I was asking like when you started using Discord and stuff because in that short amount of time you have just like lit up the scene as being like one of the greatest people to like talk to and just oh, the entertain the entertainment value is you just bring light to the party so yeah that's, that was kind of the, the the fuel behind that question and you're making me blush man <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's early saturday morning and you're making me blush <laughs> you can't swing a dead fishery on the podcasting community <laughs> without seeing a message from knob somewhere in there. <laughs> oh, man. well these well, that's the only pages that I have are the Clash of Clans pages on Discord. I don't use it for anything else. I know I know it's uh, used for much more other things, but it's mm-hmm. basically Clash of Clans for me is Discord. Nice. Clash is life, man. That's right. <laughs> um, how was how your CWO, Hugh? Mm, definitely could have been better. Um, I, didn't, I didn't do too bad. I had couple two stars i was kind of trying to get back into lalo uh no triples i had one one star so i consider that a victory <laughs> so um <laughs> but yeah i was i was trying to trying to just you know use lalo towards the end there i used hybrid i was trying to get back into that and that's what i've been using in legends the last few days is is hybrid i'm trying to get ground back whether it's good or not i just really missing ground so it was kind of a stale CWL, but still had fun hanging out with everybody and and uh, fight waging the war. So, right on. Nob, you had a pretty interesting CWL with the little side <laughs> bet action going on and stuff. Do you want to tell yeah. us about it? Yeah, sure. Well, I'll just talk about my CWL first. Uh, it was not too bad. I'm not too disappointed with my attack. So, I had a couple time fails and. A few close ones where I just made some silly mistakes, so I can't really complain with my attacks. And uh, I had a side bet with Agent, who's a member of the Crystal to Join clan. Um, He wanted to make a bet. The person who gains the most stars is the winner, and the person who doesn't win is kicked out of the clan until next CWL. So (laughs) he... He had a really good clan war league. He's got a he's got a strategy which he is just killing with, absolutely killing with. And I think he got uh, eighteen or maybe nineteen stars for the CWL. So I really can't complain. He he absolutely wiped the floor with me. Yeah, he was on fire. This CWL it was crazy. Yeah, kind of feel like he he trapped me a bit. He knew he had that strategy. <laughs> He got me, man. <laughs> well played, Agent. Very well done. He wanted so to get out of the clan so he could take uh, over his spot. Yeah. Well, that's it. Life without Nob for a bit, hey? <laughs> and and life life without C2J for Nob. Uh, how do you think like the state of the game is right now? Do you think it's just kind of stale because of the meta? Do you think it's in a good spot or what? I really enjoy it. I know a lot of people say negative things about it, but I really enjoy it. You know, like, it's just, I think once ground troops get an upgrade, I think everything's going to be back to normal again. I do understand that there is an air meta and some things are overpowered, but I think there's so many things that the game has to do to make it work. And for me, the game still works. It's great fun to play. Uh, I still find it hard to triple, even though people are calling this game broken, you know, broken as hell or whatever, but. I still can't hit triples all the time, so I think it's in a really good position. I like it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's pretty. It's in a pretty good spot too. What do you think about it, Hugh? Yeah, I think I think for right now, I think like Nob was saying that once they come out with a few upgrades to ground and stuff like that, I think overall, I think the meta's you know yeah. definitely leaning heavy towards there. But that's just because they haven't come out with the ground troops yet, you know. Yeah. I mean, every time exactly. they come out with a new town hall, stuff takes time to, to flesh out. And there's a lot of working, you know, parts to the game. So we're just trying to make sure, you know, before they just start giving everybody what they want or something like that. They're just trying to make sure everything is working accordingly. And 
air deserves its place in the game. And there's a lot of air units. So yeah. if air was just trash and, you know, ground was king, we would be having the same problem right now where everybody's like, oh, I, you know, bring in air. I need air to work, you know. So it, I think with a few <clears throat> um, Archer Tower levels, you know, they could really start kind of beat defense a little bit to where air doesn't really necessarily need a nerf. They just need the defenses just maybe a couple more levels, which, I mean, Usually, you know, at a new town hall level, they give all the defenses a level and then sometimes give certain defenses all another level. And with all that being done, I mean, you know, everything could balance out real easy. Yeah, I think with the introduction of the pets as well, it's a really mm -hmm. long teething process to, to really balance this out. So mm -hmm. they've added quite a bit. That was quite a leap for them, for sure. I mean, yeah. Pets are literally four little mini heroes, and they're so yeah. much fun. And I think I hated them. Like Hero will, will vouch for that. As soon as fourteen was getting released, I was like, I don't like pets. I was like, I just, I, I the game was changing so fast that I was too scared of change. And I was like, Yeah, I, I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to use these things. And there's these combinations stuff and i was like what combination i'm gonna have to check youtube every day to make sure i have the right combo and stuff i was like just let me queen walk like let me let me just play the game <laughs> the way i want to play it yeah and no they, they they're actually really good and they're a lot of fun and they bring life to the game i mean you got people you know making like jokes like you know yak on my yak and stuff like that and you know just yeah, all these ink. fun yeah just all these fun little things that go along with it the unicorn dying noise became like a meme because like it's so hor horrific <laughs> and, <laughs> like it it just made the game fun so like i'm you know i was very very off put at first with the pets but i think 14 is trying to do something you know that's difficult and I think it's just going to take time to, to truly flesh it out because they're introducing not like one hero like they did at Town Hall 11 or at Town Hall 13. They're trying to introduce four mini heroes. And mm -hmm. there's a big, big balance that has to come with that. And uh, I think they're doing great so far. Like, like Nob said, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling, struggling right now to get triples. And, but when I do get a triple, the satisfaction of it is nice. Like it feels yeah. good. Even if I am using yeah. Aramed, it's still it still feels good. I, I, I enjoy it a lot. And that's key, I think. If if it's if it still feels good if you get a triple, like if you're not just sort of going, blah, that was easy, mm -hmm. you know. If it's still feeling good, then it's not too overpowered, I don't think. Definitely. Yeah, I think if you a few people out there might just be overreacting a little bit. Just chill out, let it, give it a moment. Wait for some ground updates. Wait for the next sort of, the next sort of what do they call it? The life life change update or whatever it is. Maybe they're going to give yeah. expos another level. Just give it a moment. It'll come back around. It'll be good. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, good for. I mean, what we're on, you know, the Clash Nine anniversary. So I mean, nine years of this game being really decent. So yeah, there's been some moments in the game that were overpowered and stuff like that and but of course they always fix everything but it is the yeah. most well-balanced game for longevity wise especially that i've mm -hmm. ever played so. yeah they have they have my trust they fully have my trust at supercell so if you're listening don't oh, yeah. get up you have my trust <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah um, uh, they what do you guys think about the heroes though i feel like the heroes are just going to get even monster even more monsters than they already are like right now i mean even back in the town hall 11 town hall 12 days you could sometimes war without a hero and you wouldn't really notice but now if you war without a hero you might as well just dip fail because you're not gonna get through it because the mm -hmm. heroes are so strong do you think they're too strong do you think they need to like keep the other defenses to or attacks to make up for that or do you think they're just going to keep on adding more hero levels and then eventually we'll have you know level 100 heroes and 25 pets well i'm sure eventually the hero levels will be that high but i don't think i can't imagine any hero levels coming soon it's yeah you're right the heroes are crazy and super important yeah if you don't have 
either one of your four heroes at Town Hall 14, you're not you're not going to get a triple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think uh, I used to play World of Warcraft, and at one point they kept kept coming out with all these expansions and upping the level cap. And in the their classes, they had all these multipliers that would increase your damage per second, your health, your magic, and all this stuff. Well, they just kept on adding and adding and adding. Well, at some point, they had to kind of reset everything down because the multipliers were getting so high, it was getting really hard to balance everything because something would just be way too overpowerful just from a little bump. So then they yeah. basically had to do this great nerf over everything and tone like basically everything down a lot so that way when they do do balance changes in the future it's a lot more balanced and stuff i was kind of wondering if maybe at some point they would do that but i don't know it seems like it's still a ways off yet but it seems like they're getting up there i mean town hall 14 i mean that's it's quite a few town halls yeah how many do you think they'll go to I mean, they got to stop at some point. You can't, I think, what was it? Clash Tips was talking about if Clash of Clans was ever in the Olympics. Like, you you can't have a max account, you know, for free. You have to do a max account for multiple years. So if they want people to keep playing the game, they have to do something different, whether it be starting people off now at Town Hall 7 or something or uh, like just kind of adjusting everything back because nobody wants to start a game really and it just the game just keeps getting away from you because now oh you're halfway through town hall 10 and they drop town hall 15 sometime next year and you're just like oh my goodness well it does boost up some of those times for the earlier town hall levels but not enough for it to really matter but by the time you got to town hall 14 or 15 then there would already be town hall 16 so i do feel like they have to cap it at some point i'm not sure when I'm sure there's going to be a Town Hall 15, probably a 16. After that, I would say I'm not sure. I mean, they also could, if they wanted, they could start introducing bigger boosts in the past for the lower Town Hall levels. I mean, that that would be a semi-way to kind of, like, speed everybody up if they weren't going to just start selling, you know, Town Halls at certain levels, like you had mentioned. Like, you know, if you wanted to start out at Town Hall 9 and go from there, um, they could just start increasing the boosts that you get from like the season pass, even up higher. And uh, I don't know if they could charge more than for the season pass or leave it the same. But I mean, that's that's a small way that they could fix it a little bit, anyways. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you mean so? What do you mean by the boost? What do you mean? So basically, like uh, builder, you know, like when in our season pass right now we have. It goes to twenty percent for like like troops training ah, time and stuff like that. Okay. If yeah, they yeah. crank that up to like a forty percent boost or something like that, like so then okay. all your yeah. building times would come down, you know, from that twenty percent boost that's maxed out when you mm-hmm. fully buy fully buy the pass or complete the pass. If they up that to like a forty percent reduction at the lower town hall levels just to get you through it quicker. Um, and then like, once you get closer to the higher town hall levels, they reduce it again, I guess, or, or you know, or I don't know, because obviously if they <clears> introduce <throat> something like that, it would have to be for a certain reason because the higher town hall levels, I'm sure would get upset because they don't get that 40% reduction, you know, but if they were trying to get the, the new players at least caught up so they didn't have to play, you know, like four years to get a maxed out town hall 16 or something like that you know they would have yeah. to do something to to kind of help those players get get hurried up if you will you know i wonder if it would do if it would do something to the game though like whether it would mean that people are actually playing less but progressing faster i wonder if that would mm-hmm. somehow change the actual game um i don't know i suppose you could make it so that people couldn't complain, I guess you could make it like if you're Town Hall 11 and under. Once mm-hmm. you max out the once you max out the gold pass, you know if you pay like an extra five bucks, you can yeah. get like an extra twenty percent boost on top, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, I yeah, could, I could see that happening. 
Yeah, and I mean, and that doesn't really void the, like, because a lot of people don't want pay to win. And that's not really hurting that at all, because that's just pay for, for time, really, is what it is. So I still think as long as, I think that's to me anyways, as a player, I really don't like the idea of somebody paying to win. And Clash of Clans has been really good at, yeah, you can like get your base like stronger and stuff like that. And you can buy the stuff they put out and it'll upgrade you quicker. But the beauty is, is that if you're Town Hall 11, you're going to mainly face other like Town Hall 11s within, you know, your raid searches and stuff like that. It's not like it, yeah. the game's forcing you to face 14s. And I know like in wars and stuff like that, you know, it's it's different, you know, um, with with the searching and the matchmaking. There's times that obviously 11s have to face like higher Town Halls and stuff like that. But overall, it's not like they're being punished or forced to be like, hey, you know, if you if you want to be better, you got to, you know, put more money in the game. It's it's at least nice that the, the core of the game allows you to still hang out at your town hall and farm there and not feel like you're getting bullied or something like that. Um, yeah. So as long as they keep it to where it's not pay to win and just pay for time, I think that just keeps the game balanced and they could, you know, like you said, charge people an extra five dollars if you want to crank those boosts up faster. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can only imagine them doing that though after you would max out the gold pass, like just to increase yeah. the, that person's activity, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then offer them the the extra reward at the end. Yeah. yeah. In yeah, terms cool. of uh, in terms of uh, the max town hall, which we were talking about uh, before, how far we think it was it, it would go. Like I had this uh, crazy nightmare one night. It was about Clash of Clans. It was an it was a nightmare. I went to. I woke up in cold sweats. I was. I was terrified. I was terrified. It was uh, they released Town Hall 15, and then once you once you maxed out Town Hall 15, you had an option to do a rebirth, where you would reborn your account, and you would go back to Town Hall one. Everything, <laughs> everything is takes 20% longer and is 20% more expensive. Oh jeez. But, but. Everything is fifteen percent stronger defensively and offensively Ooh. in your base, including your troops. So, if it's like a, a town hall nine reborn going up against a normal town hall nine, like the reborn's going to have that fifteen percent boost I, overall. I think that is like probably one of the coolest ideas that I've heard. Like that's almost like got like this Call of Duty like prestige kind of thing to it. Like I think that's really neat. That would be that would be really freaking cool. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a pretty yeah. neat idea. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's why that's why I put it in the nightmare category. Oh. <laughs> as as awesome as that would be, I don't think anybody wants it to happen. <laughs> Can you imagine being a rebirth fourteen though? Like, oh, like dude. the the defense power you would have would be insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That <laughs> yeah. would be that would be hard for like people to dip on you if you were like you know. Oh yeah. A, a reborn thirteen could probably defend against a normal fourteen. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. no, that was just a, that was just a crazy thought, crazy, what I call a nightmare that I had. <laughs> you know, Galadon and have a video gym to max my rebirth town hall fourteen. <laughs> oh. On day one. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that would cost so many gems, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot! Oh man, so I was thinking about CWL. If you look through all the, I think it was from uh, the Clash Chips Discord. Anyways, they had a bunch of graphics on how the town hall split between each CWL leagues, and I also saw the same thing on Reddit, where they're talking about how there's so such a big change between leagues, whether it's gold one to crystal three or from crystal one to masters three they it's such a huge jump that now like there's certain clans that are actually uh losing on purpose to stay back in crystal one so that way they win six out of seven wars and have a bunch of bonus medals rather than going into masters three and winning zero wars and getting kicked straight back and so it's creating like this horrible unfair play experience for those people trying to climb through low lower ranks because they're coming against all these like 
sort of big dog clans and stuff. But they were saying anyways how they wish that Supercell would add in more sort of ranks to the CWL tiers, basically. What do you guys think about that? Or I guess you first, historian. Think that's something they would ever do, or do you think it's like sucks to suck? I think I think that's a, a thing that would have to be addressed for sure. Because that that unfair play experience that you mentioned is so disheartening and that i mean in terms of like that crushing the player population is probably pretty low there's i mean there's still like a ton of people that played the game it's not like they would have like a major drop in population in the game but i remember in another game back in destiny uh they had this thing called trials of osiris and you would have to try to win nine games in a row in order to get like excellent rewards well the greatest players would get their card complete and then they would buy new cards and you would face these amazing players like on games one and three and four. And it's because these great players would just reset their cards as soon as they won a couple games. And then they could just play against all the noobs through, you know, games one through four again. And there was no way of stopping that. Like, like the 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 game creators like could not figure out a way to like make people stop from doing that so you know what felt like when you got to game nine like after like the great players were doing that game nine actually wasn't that bad like in the early early stages like the early months of that uh game type being released like game nine was the hardest you know like when you finally got there you were like okay we're gonna face somebody really good well, it turns out all the good players, you know, like a year after this whole thing had been out, all the good players were just hanging out games one through four. So it's, you know, if people are just hanging out and getting profited in, you know, Crystal League one, it's it's definitely going to ruin the game experience for a lot of people. So I think adding more ranks would definitely help. Um, they're going to have to balance out the medals, you know, from from like all those new ranks they'd put in and stuff like that. And it's super hard to to balance out like people just you know wanting to farm at a certain rank because you know there's there's always a way to drop by dropping you know dropping losses and stuff like that so you don't you know rank up any higher so there's a lot of intricate things that would have to be done in order to figure out how to make a best play experience for everybody but i definitely think it's something that needs to be addressed yeah historian is right i think that that's that's a hard one to fix. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure how they can fix that. Yeah, I but. think uh, it it would sound good in theory to add more leagues, but then it's just going to spread the players out more and mm-hmm. have like longer search times and stuff. And who knows? Oh yeah. Who knows whether it'll work? And you know, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure Supercell sees all that stuff too, and they they're probably trying to figure something out, but whether it comes to implementing something, I don't know if they'll be able to figure exactly. I mean, I just don't see how there's going to be a perfect solution because the whole CWL is based off of not your rank or your town hall or anything like that. It's purely based off of what league you're in. That's right. Yeah. the, The system is already set up to favor basically what those guys are doing by staying at a lower rank in CWL and just pub stomping everybody. So uh, I I haven't seen this data that you are speaking of. Is this is this clans that are playing thirty V thirty doing this? Um I saw some on Reddit. I'll, I might link the post in the description, but I think it was mostly fifteen V fifteens. Really? Yeah. Now what what Nob just said actually is is a way they could somewhat fix it you could do higher rank or higher player count to actually like avoid those people. Like if you did 30 v 30, you could avoid the 15 v 15 teams that are just specifically trying to like pub stomp in crystal one. You know what I mean? Would that be a way that you could kind of fix it? Yeah, it might work. It's just like with the more options you open up, then the less account clans that'll be able to meet that criteria or, it might just there would be too many options. I think that's why they only allow fifteen or thirty. But if you think about like the clans themselves, they want to do fifteen v fifteen because if you mm-hmm. win six wars and you get your two bonus medals to hand out, that's 
half of their whole clan that participated yeah. in that gets the bonus to the elementals pretty much. So that's true. And and like changing changing your war size, it's it might be a way of avoiding the problem, but it certainly doesn't fix the problem. The problem's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's I mean for the way we have the podcast community set up, we do have a good influx of sort of fresh blood and people that see the clan and want to join. But as far as like a, you know, a really regular clan, sometimes yeah. it's hard to get 30 people. I know we used to be in a clan Mondo and we were always right on the cusp that we could probably do 30, but we know if we ever tried it, we'd probably miss like five attacks a day because yeah. even our, or even more, even our 15 members sometimes would miss an attack or two. And it was like, come on, we have, like, yeah. and there's, there was always tons of people that wanted in clan wars, but then people would still be missing their attacks and it was just ridiculous basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. And I mean, for me personally, the, if I, I wouldn't have even discovered C2J if it wasn't for hero, like, and the, the game experience is immensely improved for me just moving to C2J. And I feel bad for people who can't participate in, like, you know, a, a bigger clan or something. You know, like, having people just even more active. Friendly is, is like, you know, is just like the cherry on top. But just even getting into a nice clan that you fit into that's, you know, active and stuff is, it can be just a challenge itself, let alone having people be friendly. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, if you get into a gr- right group of people, the the play experience definitely goes up. And uh, for C- CWL especially, you, you just feel like you at least have a better chance with the coordinating and working together as a group and stuff. And, yeah, so yeah. it's... Like like how I was saying earlier, I was in the I was in the clan that I started with my friends when the Clan War League started, and ah mm-hmm. oh, sorry, just just Clan Wars started, and uh, like that that was only like ten people in that clan who couldn't donate sieges, so mm-hmm. I was so used to waiting, like six hours or more to get troops, and I couldn't even get max troops. So mm-hmm. when I finally ventured out to another clan, which was active and had people talking. I couldn't believe it, man. It was like I walked through it. It's like I walked through a time zone or something. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, people play this game? I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it changes, man. It, like, when I first got in C2J and I saw C <coughs> Note was filling stuff, I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I've, never, I've never put up a request. <clears throat> and not had it at least start like you know ticking away and 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 achieving like some sort of time where it would your message would be sitting there for a certain amount of time like i wasn't even having mine get any time on it it just was filled and i was like holy cow like this is amazing yeah Yeah, he's no joke so you know he does not he does not let requests sit there yeah yeah it it, go ahead sorry here oh no i was just gonna say i'll see you know put up his one of his stats, he did over 80 attacks this CWL, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, He's a stinking machine. That's not as much as you, though, is it? Uh, no, it's not as much as me. <laughs> 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 oh, so are you, are you promoting yourself there? He's done 80, <laughs> called him a machine, and you've done more. <laughs> I, was, I was saving that for my shade-outs, because all BTG oh. said he was the the maker of the shade outs basically before I even had a podcast. So I was gonna I was gonna give him a bunch of crap for missing a CWL attack and be like, bro, I did hundred and twenty seven this week and I didn't oh, miss geez. any. Wow. hundred and twenty seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I got so much crap from uh, I think it was one of JR's account because I went in with a farming army and he was like, "Bro, what are you doing? That's a farming strategy." And I don't, I don't know if he didn't know it was me or what. And I was just like, "Dude, come on! Like, I'm doing twenty attacks a day. Like, give me a break." <laughs> Were you doing baby dragons? I'm guessing. 
Yeah, baby dragons and I think I had goblins and a blimp or something like that. But I still got the three star, so that's like all I said is still got the three star, man. That's all that counts. That's hilarious. Baby dragons at those lower town hall levels actually are like a very viable strategy, to be honest. You can actually get away with getting those triples, especially if you snipe the town hall with a blimp. That is pretty funny. Oh, yeah, it works. I mean, I like it. At what yeah. town hall levels? I've never tried it. Um, well, that's here's the thing. All those accounts are super rushed, so I'm always dipping. So, like, I have level, like, town hall level 13, Baby Dragons, which I think is level 6. And so then I'm going against a town hall 11, and they're just, they just wreck, rip through those bases. And I just lightning out the ADs and then blimp basically the town hall and usually it, it works out pretty good it, it also doesn't work sometimes depending on the bases though so i got a few one stars but you know i got a lot of triples too how many stars did you get did you count them up oh i didn't count them up i i was going to and then i ran out of time before the podcast and i was like ah it's too many that's funny i always well, we reached go ahead we reached level Sorry. five at the gemmers the dirty gemmers Oh, yeah, we need that That's, that level boost on troop donations. is going to be huge. Yeah, so all those attacks, man, they haven't gone to waste. They're all not in vain. Look what you've done, man. you got the clan to level five. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. I think at a certain point, like, there hasn't been much growth in there, which I feel bad is that's the reason I brought all my accounts over, so it would look like it's kind of a partially full clan, so people might want to join it. But it really hasn't happened. It's all been just like people stashing minis over there and stuff, which is fine with me. It just, I don't know if it's serving the purpose that we wanted when we started it, I guess. But we'll see. We'll keep at it for a while. You got a new OP player yesterday who joined? No, who joined you? Oh, Inky Boy. Awesome. No, no me, man. Me. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm kicked from C2J. <laughs> that's true. Uh, oh, you're in your scrim clan, though, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I hope I wasn't meant to be the one who was spinning that. <laughs> oh, man. I, I actually better check that. <laughs> Live on the podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it's okay. I'm sure uh, I'm sure JR will get it for you, isn't he? Still on your team? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, he is. Uh, he's going to have a bit of. KOZ influence about him now, so hopefully he can get triples for us. Yeah, for sure. I know On I was listening to Catfish, his podcast, and he was saying how even they all jump in for their attacks. Like, if they can all voice chat together, even the guys from the other clans will hop on. Yeah, no, we've... I've done it with Hammer a few times, Hammer being my on my team hammer and myself have been on voice before done some planning but no i think we i think none of us have ever attacked with a scout or anything like that no carl likes to scout it just like i'm the worst scouter in the world so he's kind of like tries to get somebody who's not me to scout for him because he'll be like, uh, he'll be like just uh, remember my coco loons and then at the end of the match he'll be like here i still have four coco loons and i'm like oh rip yeah, I don't I don't like the pressure of being the scout, man. I think I was there once and you were scouting for Carl and I was on the voice chat as well and uh like all these headhunters came out and just smashed his queen and you were like, Oh yeah, watch out for those headhunters Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he was he was trying to place the Lalo or something and all the headhunters come running out and then it was just uh, I'm like, no, nah, I, I wouldn't have noticed it either, man. <laughs> Yeah, and then one time he did scout me, and he, like, called him out immediately, and I was able to poison him, and I got a triple. And then it just made me feel, like, even worse when then I yeah. <laughs> messed up his. I was just like, yeah, man, you need better friends or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do feel kind of bad. Uh, it's all in good fun, though. Yeah, Ink asked me to spot for him maybe about two weeks ago on one of his attacks, and, yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't Ink. work out. Ink, yeah. I-N-K. 
he's a pretty he's a pretty good attacker. He's one of the boys, yeah. I think. I don't know why he needed me to help him. Like, he wanted your knowledge, man. No, I doubt that. Probably just Every, wanted to lift lift up my spirits and make me feel important, you know. You, you are important. <laughs> oh, so I saw this. I saw this post on Reddit where the guy looks at like the number ten or so uh, guy in the leaderboards, and the dude hasn't even built his builder base boat yet. He's like a fully maxed out account. Never built the stupid builder base boat. Oh, what a legend. I thought it was so freaking funny. I was just like, because there's like that arrow that points at the boat. So he's either that arrow must shut off after a while, or that dude is can just deal with that arrow pointing down at the boat the whole time he plays and never care, like when he's training troops and stuff. That is crazy that he's never even built the boat. And clan games must suck for him, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you got any shout-outs there, Nam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely want to give a shout-out to Hammer, uh, my man Hammer. Uh, He's the captain of my scrim team. Uh, He's subscribed to a, a base place whichever that gives him bases so he's been providing us bases so he's basically our owner our team team manager team owner team he's leader sponsor. So, yeah so big big shout out to hammer so thanks a lot for that hell yeah that's that's pretty good because i know i have the i do bases for the whole clan and i'm sure it's not near as much money as he's paying but uh, it's really nice. Like, I've noticed quite a few people are using the bases, even if they don't really, like, say they're using them. So I'm happy yeah. that people are using them. I think after after Summer Scrim is over, though, I'm definitely going to tear back my Patreon on that because yeah. it's expensive. I'm definitely noticing people are using the bases as well because three dudes were using the same base in Clan Wall League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least was, rotate uh, them. Let's let's see if I can let's see if I can shade them out. I think it was Dipsidey, Green Arrow, and JB Heasy. I think we're all <laughs> using the identical base. <laughs> yeah, at least rotate them ninety degrees. They probably yeah. just went to the first one though and was like copy past. Yeah. yeah, come on, boys, get better. <laughs> you got That's any what... old shoutouts, historian? Um, I'm. I think for a shout out, I want to shout out Nob. I know you're on here and everything, but really appreciate that, man. It's I know with the time zones and everything is really, really like difficult to make the schedule work. So I want to shout out that you put some time aside to come on our podcast and be an awesome guest. And oh, uh, thanks, thanks, man. And I want to shout out. Actually, I got a friend. Uh, you you'll remember him, hero uh, Derek from back where we grew up. I had talked to him for a little bit today. He said he been listening to the podcast, so he's he's living over in. Uh, wisconsin right now and starting a new life over there so wanted to shout him out and tell him thanks for for listening and encouraging us to continue doing this the big d huh Mm-hmm. heck yeah that's awesome yeah i'm gonna shout out uh make sure you go join tip and tease discord at clash tips because those guys are so much more knowledgeable than we are and they when they explain stuff on the podcast it just makes a lot more sense i feel like than the way i try and fumble through my words and explain stuff (laughs) but and also shout shout out to carl and ken for setting up the hero and historian friendly war that's coming up that's Mm -hmm. september 18th for everyone so just next weekend but we're gonna get everything kind of sorted and set up tonight and tomorrow and so we'll be sending updates out to everybody and telling them where they need to go and i still think we're gonna do a draft pick on it so i'm sure carl messaged me to see what day he wants to do the draft pick so yeah there's still time to sign up though if anybody wants to join too if you listen to this like today hell yeah all right now for the real money knob where's your shade outs the real money (laughs) okay the real money all right well my shade out is going to the self-proclaimed clown, the one and only, the gag master himself, Wizard of Wu. Now, I know that you're a funny man. I know that. 
But when we were on voice chat the other day, and you and you heard me saying that I hate that nine zap attack, you heard me say it, and I know that you're a jokester, and you went ahead and done that attack on stream whilst I was on live voice chat with you, bro. Man, I vomited in my mouth a little bit, dude. That made me sick. Get better. Don't do that shit anywhere near me. <laughs> Love you, Lou. Let's try and top that historian. <laughs> I can't, dude. No, I got I got zero shade out, so it's too good to try to like follow up. So I'm I'm definitely just gonna let that simmer. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna shade out agent then, bro. Like if you're gonna get yes. knob out of the clan for a month, then I'm gonna kick you out of the clan next Ooh. month. Boy. Ooh. We have a new challenger. You better oh, put because I'm I'm going hard, man. So I'll take right. that challenge. So All next, right. Next CWL hero versus agent. Yeah, it's going down. Bring it. Hell on. yeah, man! I'm looking forward to that. I need to learn some new attacks. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a meta change before then. <laughs> Skybird, here we come, running it fast and hard this month. Oh yeah, I haven't been having much luck with many of my attacks this month. I got a couple triples, but it just seemed kind of like I lucked into them rather than like actually doing a good job on my placement and stuff. But my blizzards have been just like tanking so hard just never getting to where i want them people have gotten so good at just baiting every blizzard entry that i try the one the one that i actually got this week i was like okay i'm, I'm gonna come out from this angle and then at the last minute before i hit attack i was like you know i'm just gonna flip it because i know the tornadoes traps there and then finally it was like the first time that week i got in where i wanted and got a triple and i was like thank god because I was about ready to give up right there. <laughs> well, you've been you've been rocking the blizzard for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, I actually next week Tip and T are having me on to try and explain a little bit about the blizzard and why I use it a lot. So, ah, awesome! I'll be on their podcast next week, or it might not come out next week, but we record next week. So I guess I'll announce it next week whenever it's supposed to come out. But yeah, I really like the way blizzard works especially because it works at multiple town hall levels so even at my town hall 13s that are rushed i just train up blizzards and just go for gold and usually on a lot of those i just just mow through bases because they're not really built to handle blizzards because most of those like cwl clans that are with town hall 13s are mostly town hall 13s they just pull bases off of those weird base sites and yeah. they're just not built to it handle them really so you can get a ton of value mm -hmm. yeah i suck at it well yeah man no you gotta <laughs> try it more no i don't i don't need to try it more <laughs> i need to need to keep practicing my scally donuts that was pretty sweet did you see that did you uh, see the attempted the attempt uh, on yeah it? I, I watched the replay yeah um, oh, well. I guess I actually have to go accept our, our clan, our skirmish one now. You were the one. I'm the only leader in the clan, apparently. Carl said I have to go accept it. Oh, uh, yeah. Who, oh. who, you guys, who do you guys play for the last war? Um, let's see. Hive. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Is that Got Band's team? That's so Got Band's team, yeah. And shout out to him as well. Thanks for thanks for doing the scrim, dude. I know it must have been hard. So thanks again yeah. for that, mate. Yeah, that's a good that's a good shout out. I think all those like Clash Files people, they put in so much work to their events. Yeah. Yeah. Like just they've got it. just like a page of events if you go into their events tab and you know a ton of people gotta be working and even especially with the summer scrim, like Godman, you know, he's gotta put up those brackets like every every week and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of work. Yeah, and they let they just let us degenerates from C2J join. You know, we don't have to do anything. <laughs> we just right. we just roll up, act like fools, then roll out. Yeah, they haven't banned us yet, but we'll see. 
<laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't happen anytime soon. <laughs> now they can guess. Well, yeah, man. Hell yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast, brother. Uh, my pleasure, guys. My pleasure. What do you got in store for the weekend, man? Uh, not too much. Not too much, man. We're still on lockdown here, so I can't go further than five kilometers away from my house. So very little, mate. I might just do a bit of bit of work on the car or something and maybe a work around the yard, whatever. Well, nice. What do you got in store, historian? Um, other than just going out and hanging out with the family, um, not too great. much. Just kind of chilling. Um, yeah, not not too much exciting. Heck How about yeah. you? Uh, I don't know. I'm getting – we just got vaccinated like last weekend or the weekend before and so we've been like thinking about doing stuff but we haven't yet so i think we might just like go out to dinner either tonight or tomorrow and just like get out of the house for a while and you know we just actually got our car back from the stupid auto place that was repairing it finally after it's taken so stinking long but today i just got it back awesome yeah, we'll be able to get because I've been stuffing the kids in my tiny car, and now we'll actually be able to throw them in the, the pilot again. So we'll definitely stay away from any deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not planning on leaving town. Oh man, I saw another accident today. I was like a lot more behind this one, but this guy pulling this trailer on the interstate just a hundred percent flipped in the middle of the interstate, like his own. His, it was like a suburban pulling like one of those like old like metal shell trailers and they were a hundred percent like on the roof of it when I oh got God. by I mean there was already like cops and stuff there but it was like holy cow drive safe out there guys like don't especially in wind don't take any chances just drive safe hell yeah respect those roads yeah yeah for sure Alrighty, I think that's all I got. I've got two clips, though, at the beginning, so you guys both have, have, still have to listen to the podcast. It's like a shade-out made by Itsu, the historian told me about, so yeah. I'm going to throw those up at the very beginning of the episode, and we'll see if they if it's funny or not, I guess. <laughs> oh, before before I, I, there's another yeah. question I want to ask, Nob. Um, it's, a, it's not a class question, but what is the most like big spider that you've encountered and or like kind of <laughs> creature that you've had to deal with in Australia? Uh, the ones, the actual ones which are the worst are like the magpies, a type of bird yeah. we got here. There's a certain season where they just, they swoop you. So oh if you just goodness. go down, oh man, they just stalk, they're on the trees and as soon as someone walks past, they just hammer you. And it's like oh, scary, man. man. Because you don't, you hear them before you see them, and it's like they're so close, man. So, but like, and like, but they're good. They they kill the spiders. So, but there's there's been some big spiders, man. Like, you know, like six inches across, sort of. Oh my god, bastards! Yeah. Like, is there any bug spray that you spray around your house annually, or is, or do you just kind of like have to deal with like bugs or spiders like that getting into your house? No, yeah, you can't stop them all, man. They they get in, but, but Jeez, they, all, they all serve a purpose, man. You know what I mean? Like the spiders, yeah. they catch the they catch the flies. You know, like things like Six that. Six-inch spider, though. Good God, <laughs> that is terrifying. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. The big ones are fine because you can actually see them. It's the ones that you can't see that are scary. Are it- are the big ones actually deadly at all? Like in terms of yeah. if they bite you or, or anything like that? No, not really, man. No, it's usually the smaller ones, you know. Yeah. Sort of I one, mean, one inch, one inch ones. So, so the ones that are that big, if you ever see one, can you just grab it? Oh yeah, you could, but I'm not touching it. <laughs> 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 I don't like. I'm not. There's something about spiders, like yeah. When when I'm not scared of them until they move, 
when they yeah. move and all their legs go, oh my god, and it's man! Fast <laughs> too. Oh yuck, man! <laughs> Especially if they if they can jump, like if they jump. Oh that, yeah, that's jumpers. That's another thing that freaks me out, man. Yeah, they're, like, they're the ones you got to watch out for. <laughs> the ones that crawl fast are one thing, but like like if you get near one and you just see it kind of like angling down, I'm just like, oh no, like you're gonna hop, dude. I can see it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That would freak me out, like having a six-inch spider like just jump back at me. Oh my god! Oh, dude, yeah. That's you talk like, about I, nightmares. Oh. Dude, I had a I had a big one uh, run up the windscreen of my car once when I was driving. Mm -hmm. Oh man, nearly crashed. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I nearly oh, crashed. Have you have you, big time. have you ever seen uh, the movie Eight Legged Freaks? Yeah, I love that movie. Oh. I love that movie too, but that's what I think of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, certainly not that big, man. <laughs> we're, we're over here watching out for deer. You guys got to make sure you don't hit spiders on the road. <laughs> nah, man. Do you guys want to hop in voice for a little bit? Yeah. I'm down. Sure. I'll just wrap it up. Yeah sure. yeah, sure. Hell yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. I love your faces. Hopefully, you have a good week. Oh, peace. See you, boys. Doses. <laughs>